thank you again, choir, for that southern song. Y'all, y'all talk like I talk. I heard a few washes, I think, even from the back row. That was good. I felt like I was back, back home. Well, and this uh, Sunday is a full Sunday, uh, as, as Doug mentioned, uh, our Veterans Day remembrances. Uh, also, uh, All Saints Sunday in, in just a moment. Uh, when worship is over, we'll have our annual congregational meeting and a potluck afterwards. Uh, a lot going on and uh, a lot uh, in the world going on as we look ahead to election next week. And all that we carry uh, in this moment, uh, we bring uh, to our church, uh, to our worship today. Uh, every time our congregational meeting comes up, uh, I always think about one saint of our church, uh, Val Johnson. Val uh, was a member, uh, was a minister at our church twice, a central figure in the history of this congregation. I know many of you, as, as we were uh, doing his uh, funeral, I heard lots of stories of people who he had married and buried and, and who he had baptized through his tenure, uh, an active uh, member of the church, even uh, in his 90s, where he sat right there by Myrna and Paul, and then after worship at Majorite with Myrna and Paul uh, every Sunday. And I, I, I spoke at his funeral about how most Sundays during the passing of the peace, I'd always end up uh, shaking Val's hand and he'd always hold on a little too long as he did. And he'd always make some joke, usually the same joke about the offering. That was his favorite thing to do for me. Uh, and he'd say, Pastor, are you going to take up an offering this Sunday? And I said, well, I think we will, Val. And he would always throw up his hands and say, well, then I'm out of here. Uh, of course, he never left. And one Sunday, uh, I told the story, he, I, I was standing out in line uh, uh, to get some coffee. It was uh, uh, in between uh, services before Sunday school, and he asked me, shook my hand, and said, Pastor, you're going to take an offering today. Uh, I don't have anything but this dollar, and he pulled out a crumpled dollar out of his pocket. And I just patted him on the shoulder, and I said, well, Val, every dollar counts. And he just busted out in laughter, because that's Val's kind of humor. And the last, I think about him today because the last conversation I had with him was on this Sunday, annual congregational meeting, his last Sunday to worship with us. And he was sitting right outside those doors. We had an overflow potluck crowd and he had a heaping of a plate, more than Val could eat in a week uh, on his plate. And he didn't stay for the meeting, but afterwards he was out there already with his plate ready to go when we came out to get in line. And he said, Pastor, how did the budget go? Which that was his concern, that the business of the church continues, that the church is provided for financially, even long after his tenure as pastor. He wanted to make sure that this church survived and thrived. That's why he's a saint of this church. And he knew what it would take would be more people like him, dedicated leaders and dedicated givers, people who pour their lives into their church. And so when we remember this Sunday, All Saints Sunday, and we think of our congregational meeting as we do our business of being church together, we think of people like Val, whose shoulders on which we stand. Without people like him, there would be no church in Norwalk. There are so many people who long before you or I ever even thought about setting foot into this church, who wrote checks and set up yard sales and made and purchased chicken noodle meals and beef noodle meals and they mowed the lawn and they vacuumed the carpets and they painted the fellowship hall and we painted them again after they painted it. And they planted trees and they prepared this place and they led ministries and taught Sunday school and the list goes on and on. I was talking with Gary Fox a while back about the gigantic spruce trees that are behind our church which are only, what, like 25 years old or so? 
And they tower sort of over the building. And they were purchased through memorial funds. Somebody, one of our saints who, who died, who left money. We bought trees that were small that are now towering over this church. And it's a reminder of those many, many people whose legacy still towers over this place, on whose lives, on whose shoulders we stand. And on All Saints Sunday, we remember them. And I wonder right now, we, we had a chance to, to say some names earlier, but I wonder if there's some people, those of you who've been around here a time or two, some names of somebody in this church who may have taught you or baptized you or walked with you in your faith, who were faithful members of this church, whose legacy still stands, and yet whose names we may not have heard in a while. Who, whose names would you say aloud today? What? I heard a few, yeah, all at once. Who else? Lloyd Pace. Lloyd Pace, yeah. Beulah. Beulah Dessenberg, yeah. Brent Conklin. Brent Conklin. Betty Barkley. Betty Barkley, definitely. Brandy Pearson. Well, they're still with us. <laughs> but... <laughs> But the list keeps going, and you look around even this room today, you see faces of people who, who, who are there, who are the saints now, Sunday school teachers, trustees, elders, previous ministers, faithful members who loved you and welcomed you, who handed you a bulletin or passed you an offering plate. So much we owe today to their legacy as they branch way back from the past and branch out into us today, still holding us up. Now, in the scripture we just read from the Apostle Paul to this letter to this ancient city in Colossae, he calls what we're talking about the inheritance of the saints. And I, and I like that term. Now, like last week, our text this week is another one of those prayers from Paul's letters. He loves to pray uh, during his letters that he writes to churches. And in his prayers, we get a glimpse of what is most important to Paul and what uh, is most important to him that his churches, the kind of legacy that they would live, leave. Our theme last Sunday, our theme this Sunday and next Sunday is branching out, which is the theme of our stewardship campaign. And it gives us a picture of what it means to be faithful Christians in this place. In this prayer that we just read, Paul talks a lot about branching out, how the gospel has branched out from the beginning until, until as it spreads uh, through the world, even uh, alive and growing in the faith of this Colossian church. And how the hope of the gospel has been bearing fruit in their own lives. And Paul looks at what is going on in their lives and he's proud of how the gospel is growing. And he even mentions the names of one of their own saints who first planted the seed of the gospel in their lives, Epaphras. Someone who we know nothing about except for he was one who taught these people the faith on whose shoulders they now stand. And Paul's amazed at the great faith of this church and he says, for this reason, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Paul prays that they will keep on bearing, every good, every, bearing the fruit of every good work, that they will always grow in the knowledge of God, that they will be made strong with all the strength that comes from God's glorious power, and that they may be prepared to endure whatever may come. It sounds a lot like that prayer we read last week from the book of Ephesians. And Paul continues to give thanks that they, are, they have been able to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. Now, it really is a cool term, but it's a strange sentiment if you think about it. For this is one of the very first churches. And most of the early Christians were still alive at this point. There wasn't a big inheritance yet. And yet the way Paul looked at it is that the faith 
that they shared in Christ was a faith that began long ago, all the way back to the beginning of Scripture, to people like Abraham and and people like Joseph and David and, and Sarah and Rachel and these great faithful women and men who laid a foundation on which they now stand. And none of this would be possible without these faithful people. Now, all this reminds us of the saints whose lives we give thanks for today. But more than that, it's not just a reminder, but it is a call to action. A couple months ago, I was in a meeting with some of our leaders here, and we were talking about some boring building stuff and and, and looking ahead, thinking, well, we need to create a group of people who kind of plan for the future of our building. And we don't just just deal with things as they come, but we kind of have a plan, a vision. What, What do we need to be prepared for? How do we need to prepare for growth? What's going to get old and need to get replaced one day? What needs to be updated in the future? And it was mentioned during that conversation about the last major building project when we planted those trees, when this building over here was built, uh, the addition, the entrance that many of you came in, about 25 years ago. And we use that facility often, downstairs, upstairs. It is the front of our church where offices are, where people come and they meet. It's some accessible bathrooms, which we didn't have before, something we don't even think about today. And yet something that Christians here in Norwalk planned for 25 years ago so that we could enjoy it today. And the conversation then turned to not just thinking about, you know, what do we need to fix, but what kind of legacy do we want to leave? 25 years from now, what do we need to do today to prepare for ministry 25 years from now? Or think about it this way, 2019, just almost two years from now, will be our 150th anniversary as a church. Our church was founded in 1869. Norwalk was founded in 1900. So we're older than the city. That's quite an inheritance of saints. Almost 150 years ago, these saints decided to create a church in this place that was barely even a place. They first met, as the old history says, under a tree by the bridge over the North River. Three years later, they purchased this same dirt that we now stand. And this church has been meeting since then. For 148 years. It's easy when we think about stewardship and look at the church budget as we will in just a moment uh, after worship. As we think about leaders for this next year. It's easy for us to look at the immediate and think about what we're doing today and now and next month and for the rest of this next year. And it's important to look at who we are and who we will be over the next few months. But I invite us to expand our vision today. To look beyond today into 25 years from now and 152 years from now. What will we do today? Who will we be today that ensures that when Christians gather under this name and this place in the future, that they will have a legacy to stand on? That when our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and names and faces that we've never even heard of who have yet to be born and have yet to enter this building find a home at Norwalk Christian Church, what kind of place are we preparing for them for that day? What are we doing now to follow the legacy of the saints in front of us, but then to prepare a legacy with our own lives for those who will come behind us? Next Sunday, we're having Commitment Sunday. As we mentioned last week, we're inviting anyone and everyone who wants to participate to prayerfully consider ways you want to be a part of that legacy. 
how you want to make your commitment to this church through your time, through your treasures, through your talents, to participate more in the ministry of our church, to find new ways, new ministries that maybe God is calling you to do. Because this is something we all do together. Church is not something just a few do, but it's something we're all called to do. And next Sunday is our opportunity to declare through an act of worship our commitment again to Christ, to this faith that we hold dear and that we share. We are today, we are the saints who are building the inheritance for future generations. Our names will one day be the names that someone in this place will say out loud on this Sunday. How will we follow in their example? What inheritance will we, will we leave? What is God calling us to do? And who is God calling us to be in this place? May our eyes always be open to where God is leading us. And may we always have that courage and boldness that those before us had to follow after God, to do what it takes to leave an inheritance for this place. Amen. In a moment, we will take up our offering, and I invite us to sing this hymn of invitation. Now, thank we all our God, verses seven, or sorry, number 715, verses 1 and 3.